Hola, como estas? Guess who? It's Linda. Welcome to my sixth episode of Divine Essence. And I've promised you guys to meditate on all the past ones, and I haven't yet. So I'm going to go ahead and meditate on this one, and I'll start it off just for a few moments, just because once I get into it, it gets really long. And so, um, you know, contingent upon uh, you guys' focus, considering if some of you guys are beginning meditators, being able to sit and focus is not um, really, um, you know, been honed or refined or practiced these days with a lot of us, right? I mean, it wasn't with me, so I understand, I understand, but I've connected with a lot of people and a lot of people have said, I don't know how to sit and meditate. I talk to everybody, like especially the people that I encounter on my journey as I walk on foot or go through the communities in different cities and town to town. And people see me, you know, like a year ago from like the next month to two to three months later, or they'll see me like four months later and then they'll be like, oh my gosh, you look so good. Or you look younger or there's something about you or, you know, I, I have more focus. So focus and concentration is so attractive in the universe, right? To all things, right? Because you have to be a concentrated specimen, a concentrated element, a concentrated being in order to concentrate and focus on on resonating at the vibration of that which we desire, right? And so it becomes an attractive asset. And so and if and I'm not talking about a superfluous, superficial, materialistic uh surface kind of thing I'm talking about an internal to the depths of every cell and atom and core and I'm awakening to truly being an ancestor and so like I was reading the lost book of Inky um, and uh, I am a seed of Inky and I was like the one of the first civilized uh, men uh, I was a DAPA right and I resonated with that before because you know I was resonating with sage of my time right this day and age I am the sage of this time and then of course Uh, It was prophesied in the 17th century uh, that a Japanese 17th century priest, sage, Nichiren Dei Shonen, great sage of their time, I resonate with that past life, that was a sage also. And then Adapa was a sage of that time, right? And he was the one that got swooped away to go see Anu. um, You know, that was a seed of Inki and he was told not to eat the bread, not to drink the water because they didn't want him to have eternal life. So they tricked him. Inky tricked him. Right. And so but when he went up to Anu, they ended up teaching him a lot of things. Um, That was when he learned a lot about um, they taught him about the irrigation and, and how to grow crops and, and um, farming and stuff like that. And shepherd like for all the animals. Right. And so essentially that's one of the other past lives I'm resonating with. So you guys, this is very real. So you got to start meditating, at least starting with this if if you can, and then go into other mantras or other meditations that you believe in or resonate with. And then, you know, awakening to your past lives of your past timelines so that you can kind of balance out your masculine and feminine energies because we've all lived as men. We've all lived as women. It just depends on what life cycle you resonate with and how in tune you are depending upon if your pineal gland is cut off or if you're consuming chemicals and toxins and 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 foods and other things um, like cigarettes and alcohol and um, pharmaceutical drugs and street drugs that are cutting off your uh, DNA uh, light code strands within your DNA right Um, so like in the Bible this is why I don't go by the Bible anymore because in the Bible they say Adam and Eve when really it began with the splicing of the DNA and it was Adamu and Tiamat And then from there, Tiamat and Adamu, they got sent 
from Eden to Abzu, and then there they had some seeds, and then Inki impregnated some of Tiamat's seeds, and then thus came me, Adapa, Adapa, and my spouse, who, who at that time was Titi. <laughs> so Adapa and Titi were the first civilized uh, couple, and then they started to have seeds. And so that's why I don't essentially go by the Bible, because now so many things have been switched and things have been taken out the Bible, like this, the book and story of Inki and Enlil, when our DNA was essentially spliced, and then we were enslaved in order to have the toils and the struggles of digging and mining for their gold in order to, um, you know, materialize and to sustain their atmosphere um, in Nibiru. And so I'm gonna go ahead and start meditating. I'm gonna start off with a couple of ohms. Again, like I say, I suggest doing 108 ohms because 108 is a sacred number in Hindu. And that's exactly what I was doing as I walk. I was walking a minute ago because I already did like an hour of Namiyaharangekyo's before I left my building. And then I was doing 108 ohms as I was walking. And so then I was moved to start recording. So I'm gonna start off with some ohms. Try to do 108. Um, I'm just doing a couple of, to um, you know, show you an example of how it, how to breathe, and I'm still working on it too. I'm still mastering things too as I continue to practice them. That's why they call it a practice, right? Because, you know, you're, it's gonna change. Your breathing is gonna change the more you start to practice it more and stuff like that, and then your vibrations will start to change. And this is why meditation is so much more efficient and so much more sustaining for our high vibrations and peace and harmony and balance and opening of our chakras and kundalini because it's a permanent thing as you start to practice more, right? It's the medication as opposed to popping a pill to take away the pain or to numb things and to, you know, escape it but not really deal with the core issues, right? So this aligns and purifies our mind, body, and spirit as opposed to taking drugs outside of ourselves or listening to music which are only temporary. So if you meditate and become more efficient at practicing, then of course the um, benefits are much more sustaining for your health and dealing with core issues and you know purifying your mind, body, and spirit and realities. So you're not like delusional or perceiving things incorrectly. Because a lot of things, when in law of attraction, when you're trying to manifest something, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm going to think it and so shall it be, right? Because they, they do teach us in law of attraction to feel it, to be it. You know, that what you desire, you have to live it. But you also have to be practicing those ways. So the first thing that puts you in that zone when you say you want unconditional love, you just be unconditional love. So when you see every person you see, guess what? You're going to be unconditional loving to that person, right? That is the point of feeling, being, and then, you know, your actions and your habits following that, right? So then that's not delusional. Now, if you're telling yourself you're unconditional love and you want unconditional love, but yet you're being a B-I-T-C-H and a witch to everybody, that's not in alignment. So you're not going to track that what you desire. And that's kind of delusional. And so that's why we have to be aware of that. Or, if, you know, you're saying you want to be rich or whatever and have all these material things, and then you're just blowing outside of your means or, you know, you're not you're just laying around not doing it, not practicing anything. You're holding your hand out all the time and, and you're just saying you're a rich person. That's kind of delusional. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got to be practicing something. Even if you meditate and practice meditating for hours on end, you're practicing Taoism, which means you are going to attract abundance and wealth because you're sitting and being in your nothingness and you're aligning your mind, body and spirit, which in itself 
to your core in alignment and harmony, you are a rich being, right? It's in your DNA. So you're not scattered. But if you're going out and you're holding your hand out like you're panhandling or you're calling everybody for money or help or, you know, taking from them, then that's not abundant and it's not really coming to you because you're having to ask for it, right? So you have to be practicing something in order to attract it, right? Without even asking, right? Just like sitting and praying or meditating. That's doing something, that's a practice. So that way, whatever's in your heart and your core and, and is meant for you is gonna come to you and you don't have to ask for it, right? When you're meditating, you're not asking for it, you're practicing. So that state of practicing puts you in the zen kind of focused state, a concentrated state, and what's meant for you is gonna to come to you without you even having to ask. And that's essentially what I be trying to tell people and they don't get it, right? But it's so simple, it's so simple they don't get it. I think that's what it is, because like, it's so hard, I don't get it. I'm like, it's so easy, it seems hard. It's so easy, that's all it takes. You sit and you meditate and literally when you walk out, what's meant for you will come to you, okay? And so like when I meditate for hours, I'm talking about there'll be days when I meditate for three or four hours and I come out and then all of a sudden like all this abundance just comes to me out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Or I'll pass an opportunity, all these other opportunities and it's lost synchronicity where I meet, you know, random strangers and they're like, oh my God, I'm working with Rick Ross. Shout out to Delvin. And um, uh, I, you know, I've got this show and this rap video, I'd love for you to be in it. Or, you know, then that'll be like, comedy e craig shout out to e craig e craig like, oh i got these shows man because you know that what i told you guys when i tried to go out and do stand-up comedy at that one club uh atlanta comedy theater that's under new management and uh they wouldn't let me get on stage because i'm a no-namer and so <laughs> when i reached out to e craig e craig was like i got you girl i got you whenever you want to get on stage i got you and so i'm working it fervently on my content and i'm aligning and i'm meditating so when i get on that stage and it goes quick because i know once i start meditating but everything does come to you quickly and it comes so when it comes you better be prepared so that's why I meditate so when I hit that comedy stage and I start doing my content and it's it's hot and it's coming fast and E. Craig's like I need you back girl every day <laughs> I gotta be mentally physically emotionally prepared right I don't want to uh be like all some of the other celebrities that go and you know they're like they want 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 and then all of a sudden you know they're they're concentrated on their talent but not necessarily their core of the shadow work of trauma or past life and this life pain spiritually right mentally physically so that's why I know at my highest level my higher self told me to pull away and work on all these things because I was going to be pulled back to the entertainment industry in order to teach people in order to use that platform to reach the masses right not for the monetary gain not for the benefit but to in order to use my natural gifts and talents to hone it in order to reach you guys right my family my seeds my um my my community and so essentially that's why I've been doing it because I know I've become more confident. I'm becoming more sound of mind and I'm having more content and, and it's refining my talent naturally. And I get to work with that, with the community. So when I go out, I get to make someone laugh or, you know, or connect the pieces to the puzzle of spirituality. Cause that's how you do it. Not in a book, you go out and you talk to people and then they give you something that they have connected with in spirituality, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously and vice versa and that's how it works you guys that's why we have to keep connected right it's the circle of life we're a kingdom we have to stay connected okay to connect the dots okay so i'm gonna go ahead and meditate um
That's five. Okay, and wherever you are, feel free to do this with me. It's about breathing, right? Not forming smoking as a bad habit to tell you to breathe, right? Your higher self telling you to go breathe is take time to implement new practices. Okay, let me put on this meditation and breathe with them, right? Me or whomever, right? Put, turn this on and be like, okay, let me breathe. Focus on your breathing, focus on clearing your mind because everything that is cluttering you will become clear, clearer, have more clarity as you meditate, right? That's the beauty of it. I keep trying to tell people, they're like, I just can't stop, stop, I can't stop thinking about this stuff and then I gotta cook a meal and then I gotta work and then I gotta, that's the whole point of meditation. That's the beauty of it. You meditate and everything becomes so much clearer. Everything, you're unclearing your blockages, you're unclearing your mind. So when your mind is blocked, you have disease, you have frustration, you have all these low, irritable emotions and, 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 and energies that are just there blocking you up and you can't find resolve because there's no space. It's like your closet. You got to get rid of your clothes and your skeletons and your, and your, 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 what is it called? Your, your stuff in order to make room, right? It's stuffed up. It's, it's, it's blocked. You got to empty it, make room for new blessings. So as soon as you start meditating, it's clear. Then guess what's happened? Universe knows and loves you and heals you and you're protected and held and loved by the universe and the cosmos. And so what's going to happen is the universe is going to send you resolve. It's going to send you solutions. It's going to send you opportunities because you're free. So this is, this is the, some of the practice that I'd be telling you, you have to implement a practice of discipline. And then in that discipline, you're going to clear up space, clear up trauma, clear up shadows, clear up things, behaviors like lies and corruption and manipulations that the system has tainted us with because you cannot have a relationship with an honest person that's loyal to you right that's resonating at that vibration because they are practicing these disciplined ways because they were sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired right of being lied to and cheated on and becoming a liar and a cheater so they started practicing implementing new ways so guess what you're not going to attract or keep a partner if you're not practicing and resonating at particular same vibrations it's just not going to happen that's why when I was like, oh, well, how do you how do you attract all those things? You have to resonate at that vibration. So if you want those things, you have to vibrate at them. You're, otherwise, you're not going to resonate in order to attract it. Simple. Release the lying habits. Release the manipulating habits. Release the old bad habits of drugs and alcohol and cigarettes with replacing them with meditation, with replacing them with some sort of discipline structure for yourself and then guess what then you're going to attract that you practice honest behavior practice a faithful practice practice positive thinking speech behavior practice healthy habits of living and then you're going to attract that in your life um Oh. Uh...
Okay, so then you can just continue to do more of those. I'm going to move on to Nam, devotion, devoting my life, right? This is my devotion to myself, devotion to a faithful practice, devotion to everything I believe in, devotion to a new life, devotion to implementing new thoughts, speech, patterns, habits. Uh, the devotion to my community, devotion to my family, devotion to my seeds, devotion to my lands. Myoho, Mio, mystic, ho, la, Mio, ho, mystic law, all encompassing what some call God, nature, all divine, right? Everything, the cosmos, infinite. Renge, ren, cause, gay, effect, renge, renge, the law of cause and effect. Kyo, voice, nam, myoho, renge, kyo, devoting my life to the mystic law of cause and effect using my voice. And this practice in Nichiren Daishonin Buddhism um, stands for faithfulness, honesty, upright ways, and gentleness. And those are, you know, essentially as you start to meditate and connect with the ethers and the universe and you meditate more. So I can tell, like, I'm sick too, so don't get it twisted that I, when I say, you know, y'all are sick, I'm not just saying I'm not included in that group. I was, I am, and I still have to practice. That's why it's a practice, because the more I go into the waters, into the three-density world in order to teach and to reach and to love and to connect and to learn and to grow, 
I too still become infected as I do that if I don't take enough time um, out to meditate, right? And sometimes I don't, so I become sick again, right? Which is sometimes I get short fused or irritable or snap because I'm still going through my shifts and transformations and learning and growing. And then I'm also pulling energy from you guys, right? Or toxins, right? Because I'm opening my chakras and therefore then I come out to the world and I absorb your disease if you're not meditating, right? This is why I say other people, other healers have to pick up your work if they're meditating and you're not. That's why if you're not implementing new meditational ways and practices for keeping your chakras clear and clearing your chakras, your palate, then that person's gonna be doing all that work for you. And that's not fair, you know what I'm saying? That's how the society's already been. Somebody's gotta pick up slack because other people aren't doing it for themselves. Other people have to lead the way for those that aren't leading themselves. And we're all leaders, it's in our DNA, okay? We all came from the same DNA, it's full circle now. What is in someone else's DNA is in yours, genetically at least, except for particular gifts that you hone and tap into that only you have, right? And so that's the point of uh, grasping that individuality and, and harnessing those individual special innate gifts that we each have so that we know that we're uniquely special and we're not here to compete with each other. You know, it's not the Cain and Abel days. It's a, it's a new day, right? Each one of us are uniquely special. And the only way to know that is to meditate. And that's the only way that I've overcome insecurity you know, being jealous if I was when I was younger. You don't have to be, I really wasn't ever too jealous, you know, cause I always appreciate everybody, but you know, the insecurities of not feeling good enough and stuff like that, you have to meditate. And so that's what I do, the, the nom, the devotion to myself in order to build my character, to build my, my self love, right? My self care so that I know I'm just as special as the next person, right? And that I can love them unconditionally like I love myself unconditionally. And so that's what my practice is, you know, especially when somebody sees you working on yourself, it's an attractive quality. If they're gonna take time to work on themselves and be honest with themselves and see themselves, they're gonna be honest with me and see me for who I am. You cannot see another person for who they are if you can't even see yourself. And that's the problem. A lot of people, they try to see dark qualities in other people because they don't wanna see dark qualities in themselves and those are just projections, right? So I'm first to see dark qualities in myself and then I heal myself and I love myself, which is why I see the beauty first in other people. And then when I connect with them because I've attracted them, right? Because I'm attractive being in the universe because I'm love. So it attracts them because love is attractive, right? To see something in, in everybody else that nobody sees sometimes even themselves and it is, is unconditional love. Unconditional love is attractive. And so it attracts them. And then when, you know, I'm spending time with them, trying to mentor them because love in a self appreciates things. When you appreciate things, you build upon it, right? You strengthen it. And so I start to help people with their foundations innately, subconsciously, unconsciously, consciously, and they're unaware of it a lot of times. And they're like, I just want my friend back. I am your friend. This is why I'm telling you all these things. If I didn't care, if I wasn't your friend, I would just let you be in these toils and struggles and delusions. But I, I don't build on crack foundations. It's not that day. I have, you know, that's a real friend. Because at the end of the day, when you crumble, I'm like, ah, ha, ha, that, you know what I'm saying? And I knew, so if you, if you falter, I feel kind of a sense of responsibility to you. Like I knew that you needed help there and I didn't say nothing, right? That's a real friend. If you see somebody needs help with something, you see they might encounter an issue in that, you gotta tell them whether it creates rift or they don't wanna hear it, that's love. Some people are like, oh, you don't love me. My love is shattering in my heart. 
I loved you enough to tell you. Some people don't even care to tell you. You know what I'm saying? I don't like telling you what you don't hear. It doesn't make me feel better. But I, I love myself. It does not make me feel good to say something that's going to hurt someone for no reason. It hurts me to have to say some things I have to tell you guys, okay? But that's the whole point of self-love is I say it because it comes from a place of unconditional love to strengthen your foundation so that you can strengthen your core and your foundation and build on a solid base. And then you don't turn around and, you know, be delusional and start trying to implement habits on top of a cracked foundation and then a year or two you have a breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Because you lied to yourself and thought everything was okay and just started not from scratch, but started, you know, to build upon where you were. No, you got to start from a solid base and foundation. Remove the cracks. Put new new layers of a brick down, you know what I'm saying? Stone, material, gold, whatever it is. And so that's essentially why I be doing it. So, you know, it's coming from a good place, just like when my ass used to get beat for making excuses. I didn't see it then, you know, or I'd always have a rebuttal or be in defense when I was being told about it. I'd say, yeah, whatever. You know, like a piss poor. No, you can't do that. You got to be open to being able to see yourself. And in the grand scheme of things, I'm glad it happened like that. I was glad. I'm glad that that person forced me to see myself because now as an adult, being clear headed and open and, and, you know, able to work on myself and be in a place where I can take constructive criticism and see that that forcing was a good forcing and it benefited me in the long run, you know, at a younger age. So, you know, just take the time because it's really attractive when somebody actually works on their spirit. And that's why it's really hard for me to just date anybody because a lot of people be thinking one thing, right? We think we, we think we want these beautiful things. We think these dreams up and these grandiose ideas and, and, and material want to materialize things. And then we speak on it partially, but we don't speak on it all the time because then we'll say these unconditional loving things to this one person and then turn around in the next instant, get off the phone with them, be saying loving particular things to this other person. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. That's not going to manifest what that which you truly desire if that's what you truly desire. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to see yourself or, you know, like Matt, you were showing me that video with the friends and they were one was holding his girlfriend's hand and then rub his her best friend was rubbing his leg under the table in the same instance holding hands like you have to really be aware of yourselves don't lie to yourselves right because at the grand scheme of things if you're with somebody that's not lying to themselves not lying to you not lying to the universe and really manifesting some things you're not going to attract to them very easily and there's going to always going to be problems when it's time for y'all to meet up or do things that's going to let them know and yourself know if you're not lying to yourself if you lie to yourself you lie to anybody you know what i'm saying don't lie to yourself so you can truly be happy and, and receive all the benefits and love and, and things that you desire and, and wish for and deserve. You're worthy. We're all worthy. You have to do these things, though. Practice healthy ways in order to attract healthy relationships. You know what I'm saying? I became so sick and tired of being sick and tired of attracting toxic relationships. And when you're a light worker, when you start healing yourself, unconditional love is attractive. So you're going to attract a whole spectrum of people like Christ. I'm on a Christ consciousness journey. So Christ attracted a lot of sick people, right? Because, you know, essentially we're all sick. So, but the levels and degrees of sickness and awareness is uh, very, very broad. (laughs) Um, So when I start getting out here and contacting and connecting with, or connecting with people, excuse me, and um, coexisting with some of these people, like, you know, they're, they're, thoughts and their speech aren't in alignment and they can't even see it and then when you try to help them align their thoughts with the speech and and try to like like a sister or brother or a teacher or a parent you're like 
okay, you're, you're not doing what you said, okay, you're not doing what you're said, and you're like, oh, what makes you so self-righteous? All of a sudden, they're like yelling at you, and you're looking at them like, oh, damn, I'm just trying to help you keep up with your word, right? You're like, because some of us will be telling our parents or our friends, like, here, hold this, don't let me be irresponsible, because you feel like you can't do it yourself or something, right? And so then you become codependent on them to regulate you, and then when they try to regulate you, you don't want them to regulate you. So then you got to really, really be aware of yourself, what you're trying to manifest and do, and how against yourself, yourself, you are, and then how you try to include other people to be codependent on them, and then this is why we can't allow people to be codependent on us or vice versa, us to be on them, because, you know, once they become codependent, you're going to be their target of blame when something doesn't go through. That's as I started to awaken and work on myself and I still was faltering, you know, uh, my practices. It was inconsistent, right? Because I wasn't consistent with my practices. And so the going in and out of the darkness, still practicing old habits and, and mixing it with good ways, I was then, you know, messing with codependent people still. So and messing with them and not you know, staying consistent with my practice and meditation, then I was still their source of blame. So that's why now the more I meditate and the more I see somebody being codependent, I'm like, er, nope, you're gonna have to work on that yourself. <laughs> or they're like, here, hold this. No, here, hold it. No, okay, you see me, my hands are fuller than yours and I'm not asking you to hold nothing of mine and I'm putting it on the ground if I need to do something else or I'm moving this or I'm rearranging that so I can do it myself, right? You got empty hands with one item trying to make it over a fence and you you want me to hold that no that you're being codependent put your shit down <laughs> no that you really gotta teach people these things because that's how the pattern of codependency is they'll make it to where they're so scattered and so busy that they just need you to hold this thing for them right because they want to make sure that you're there to do something for them you know what i mean and they're not really doing things for you out of a place of uh, I, I want to get this gift for you because you're my friend. They, they want to get something for you if they have time or the resources to in order to know that you're going to be there when they want you to be. Not that they need you because they don't need you. You don't need them. They're doing that on the codependency unhealthy way of getting you something in order to have you in their pocket, so to say. And that's in an in a, in a unhealthy way of thinking, right? So that's why I've like started to meditate more so I can discern these things more off the head, off the rip, right? So it can save me a lot of trouble. So I'm not staying around the toxic toxicity um, longer than is needed in order to impact and show them light and to remind them of their light and show them unconditional love that is still in the world. And then to retreat and be like, okay, I'm going off to my next fun, exciting, positive, healthy experience. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. Because <laughs> the more you stay around them, the, the, and the more they uh, lack in a healthy practice and habits and thought and speech, uh, the more they're going to reach to you and and pull you underwater because they're not implementing new practice. And then you'll be their target of blame or projection, right? You'll be their blank canvas to project their toxicity on. So you have to move quickly. And so that's why sometimes I'll be able to encounter people for one hour, sometimes two, sometimes half a day, sometimes only 10 minutes. It just depends on their beliefs and how, you know, how toxic they might be or hindering or progressing they are. If, they, if your beliefs are benefiting you, then they're going to be able to make you be able to be, you know, coexistent and, and thrive around another being and other people in the community. If they're not, you're going to be really isolated because of your hindering beliefs, right? They're going to keep you isolated. I isolate myself intentionally because I need to meditate. A lot of times people don't want me to leave them. So that's the, that's the difference, right? When people 
don't want you around or you argue with people all the time. Like I argue with people a lot sometimes or have disagreements because of their beliefs, right? And I get them to try to see it. I don't force it so much now as I'm learning to meditate and I'm trying to just get them to see it. So I have that thing where I have to speak my opinion. So I'll share it. They don't agree with it. I'm like, okay, then that's on you. And then continue to live your life. And then I go about my way and then I'll see them a month later, a week later, two months later, a year later, and they're still living the same dismal, toiling, struggling life, isolated. You know what I'm saying? And so these are the realities we have to be aware of, of ourselves first. That's why it's so imperative for us to focus on ourselves and our shadow works and really aligning our actions, our behaviors and our patterns with our true desires of what we want. Do you want a healthy relationship? You want this particular person or this particular relationship and you want, you know, freedom and liberation and happiness, right? And peace. So then you have to live that. You're not going to have much peace or balance or happiness if you're lying, right? And you're doing all these things that you wouldn't want done to you. And that's the thing. A lot of people be doing things. That's what gets me is they're so gung-ho and self, self-righteous about lying or liars. And then they'll be lying themselves. You know what I'm saying? And they'll be like so adamant about people not lying to them. But then they'll be lying themselves. That's what gets me. Or they'll be like, you know, they don't want to be cheated on, but then they'll be sleeping with three and four, five, six, seven people. You know what I'm saying? That's what's crazy. So really be honest with yourselves. How is that in all fairness for you to want somebody that is not cheating and they don't want a cheater? And then you're lying to them saying you're not a liar and you're not a cheater. And then, you know what I'm saying? So it's a day where people really, if you don't want a cheater or a liar, you got to meditate because then the universe will protect you. Your guardians will protect you. The universe will protect you. It'll keep every vibration that's not resonating with you. If you're an honest, faithful, gentle, upright being that's not acting animalistic with just your loins, you are going to attract the same vibrational divine being. Only, trust me, it's working for me anytime anything tries to be attracted to me that's only thinking with their loins and not in alignment with honesty, faithfulness, um, gentleness, and upright ways. They're not they're not registering with me. You know, it's been hard to really link up with them. So, you know, it's a good thing. Sometimes when you're like that, it lets you know, you know, who's not practicing healthy ways or who's not really being what they're saying. And so I have to go with that and love people from afar and just send them light love and and unconditional love and gentleness and and smiles and, and stuff through these podcasts and on like, you know, social media when I chat with them and it's all good. Namya Harengega, 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 Namya Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Namya Harengega, 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 Namya Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Harengega, Namya Namya Harengega, 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 Namya Harengega
Okay, and so I, that's what I usually do. I do 108 ohms and then I meditate usually for 30 minutes to about an hour in the morning. And then at night, that's like the bare minimum. I try to get in at least an hour. 
for the day. And then um, that's the bare minimum. And so like I'll meditate like everywhere I walk. And even if you like can just do it throughout your day, like when I be doing chores or cleaning or walking, right? Just to walk somewhere for me will be 30 minutes to an hour. So if I meditate from start A to point B, that's another hour. And then I walk back, that's another 30 minutes to an hour walk. So that's another hour of walking and meditating. So that's two hours. And then I've already started my day with an hour and ended it with 30 minutes or an hour. And so then before you know it, I've already meditated for about three and a half hours of that day. And that's just an example. So if you're like driving in your car from point A to point B and you're just having a really stressful day, put on an instrumental meditation on your your speakers and just meditate to that. Release any trauma, find a frequency that says whatever you're feeling, release uh, whatever X X amount of hurts to release um, anxiety. If you're having anxiety, if you're having worry, if you're having fear, if you're having stress, if you're having some sort of high uh, emotions or something, negative thoughts, put on a frequency that matches that feeling to release it and play that in the background and then meditate. And then imagine you in your happy place, which is within, okay? Go within yourself and clear all of that away because once you clear all of that, that, that dense vibrations away that don't serve you and clear your mind, then all of a sudden you're making room from the universe to send you resolve solutions ideas happiness peace balance okay and that's a blessing that's like christmas in itself so it's just like you having a problem then you go on to work it out immediately right so the more you don't work it out as soon as you encounter stress or anxiety or worry or fear it builds up and then guess what you go and encounter another experience and then it blocks up more chakras and then that's more anxiety and worry and fear from the next experience when really it wasn't from that initially it was from something totally different from way back when or the other day or last month or still building up from this lifetime at the beginning of this lifetime or the past lifetimes. So you have to really release past lifetime traumas on your timelines and listen to those frequencies often in your sleep, when you're awake, meditating to them so you can release from your past timelines and purge, 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 past trauma from your DNA. And then you can start to ascend and be released and then become this crystalline light body of truth and honor and, and, and balance and peace, right? And then you'll be open to receive abundance and love like you truly deserve and and are to your core. And so essentially like when you're having something pull you because you're stressed and your lower self um, that's blocked up is telling you to go breathe or go tell you to smoke a cigarette because your higher self is telling you to go breathe, go meditate. Put this on. There's other um, videos on YouTube that have meditation instruments, instrumentals, like I said, where you can just go and meditate to that. Uh, Casey, go talk to Kinsley, right? Kinsley, you know what I'm talking Hi, Kinsley. Casey, sh- uh, share this with Kinsley. Hi, teach your auntie and your siblings and your cousins how to meditate and go on this uh, like I practiced with you guys for five minutes on here or go look on YouTube for uh, Buddhist monks that are meditating Nam Renge Kyo, right? Or Tina Turner does Nam Renge Kyo's that are peaceful that you can play for the kids while they're sleeping to purify their mind, body, and spirits to make sure they're not becoming corrupt of the world, right? Or our ways because we're corrupting, right? Being Becoming corrupt. And so allow the kids to listen to that and then, you know, list, be open to listen to them and meditate with them because that's what the kids need. They need meditation like they need air, like they need water. They need meditation like they need some sort of athlete uh, sport, you know what I'm saying? Like martial arts to do muscle memory, mind memory, 
memory, spirit memory, DNA memory. They need it, need it, need it, Casey. Pump that into them. Um, other moms that have kids, pump that into them and yourselves. Because the more you're able to spark it and keep it there in your youth, the more it's gonna trigger you guys when they say something to you, like like how Nico did. Man, why you smoke cigarettes? I remember dying in my last life as an old man I smoked cigarettes, <laughs> right? So and then that's gonna trigger you. Just like it caught all of us off guard, like, oh my God, did you hear Nico? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are real. So you, this has gotta be the discipline. This is why I go hard in the community. This is why I go without particular things in order to learn and, and, and to teach, right? Because that's very important to me to carry this on for the community and the seeds as I'm awakening to who I was and one of the foundlings, right? <laughs> and so like now, but I'm learning, I need to live my life too and have fun. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to teach my seeds and my kin as much as I can because I'm awakening to be one of the ancestors, but I'm the same, no, I gotta live, I gotta live, I gotta live. And so I'm going through these and I, so I can't keep like struggling because y'all don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not struggling because I have to struggle right now. I'm struggling because a lot of y'all won't struggle for yourselves or like in your, you're struggling, but in a way that's not benefiting you. You know what I'm saying? That you don't have to, in other words, you don't have to struggle in those particular ways, but you're not choosing to listen to someone who's struggling for you in order to find resolve because I don't want to be that person when I'm telling you and you're like, well, you don't know. You don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. You ain't been there. Yeah, I have. I've been there and then some and put myself there intentionally so I could go through it so I could find a solution and be like, ha, now you can't say nothing. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, cause I try to be understanding, compassionate, but then when you, you get a person that's understanding, compassionate and gentle, then you want to look at them and be like, Psh! Get out of my face. You want to punch him in the face, Miss D? You want to punch me in my face? Throw away my food? You know what I'm saying? Like, do all these things, like, in spite of yourself. And then go play the victim to somebody else. Like, oh, hang on, she punched me. Oh, you didn't tell him that, you know, you, it's because you had been drinking for a couple of days and you're almost 60, so you got cirrhosis of the liver, so you weren't thinking straight. Even I knew that. You know what I'm saying? That your behaviors weren't rational. They weren't just of a buzz person. You were irrational. You were you were loony bin. You were you punched me in my face, man. And then you grabbed a knife to stab me. You know what I'm saying? Like you were gonna stab me if I didn't disarm you. So these are the truths. And then you can't go around playing victim to somebody like <laughs> she punched me. I need to come stay with you. Uh, no, I defended myself because you punched me and then you were gonna stab me because you were drunk and belligerent. And we were already, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already saying, don't steal, don't do these things. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Nobody else is there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else you gotta lie to about where you're at because you're ashamed. I'm coming to live with you in order to be with you, in order to be family with you, right? Resonate as an ancestor. And then you wanna disrespect me, but you wanna turn around and be like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm supposed to be like a mom to her because I'm old. You ain't no mom to me. You're my seed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why you ain't teaching me nothing, really. You are, you're resilient and your trait of an Aries where you guys, you know, find things first. You were able to find that building first, yes, but then you weren't doing nothing beneficial with it, right? You were just using it as a place to go and be unhealthy and get away was your safe haven. But on the same note, you were using it as escapism when you didn't want to deal with the rest of the world. You still got to deal with the rest of the world. Yeah, it was a benefit for you, but you got to take the good with the bad and make the bad good, right? You got to make the darkness light. That's why, you know, there's duality. That's why there's no good or bad in a sense of feeling ashamed of yourself. We all go through good and bad. You got to turn the bad into the good, right? 
And so like, that's why I went to the situation to show her, look, you don't have to make it bad. These are the perks about being in this building. Don't be ashamed because a lot of other people are going to have to go live in buildings and tents too. And you're leading the way. So I try to encourage her and, and all the positivity and support and love I was giving her. It was good when it was good until she started drinking. Then she didn't want to hear, she didn't want to, she didn't want to hear from me about not drinking, right? But she was getting older. Her, her iron was low. Her liver it was not good. So anytime she drank, she became delusional. She became mean. She became aggressive. She became violent, right? So these are the things. I mean, you have to start renge, cause and effect, the causes that you choose to fight for and live for and how they affect other people around you. And essentially, that's how things got shifted. And she lost the building because she started becoming violent. And like her causes were no longer big enough or sufficient enough to affect that what she wanted to achieve, right, with her space and her desires. And so that's why I be working on myself. I pull away from those things so that I, I'm not punching other kids in the community because I'm getting drunk and not seeing myself, you know what I'm saying, or realizing that my health is deteriorating. And that's the most important thing that you have is your life. Right? If you can't sustain your life to heal yourself, you ain't gonna be able to heal no youth. And it's all about the youth, baby. It's all about the youth and taking care of our heritage and, and, our, and our parents and stuff like that. If you can't take care of yourself, you ain't gonna take care of no youth or our parents. Like that's very important to me to take care of my parents. That's why they're shooting. She told the other person who was trying to play victim. This is like your mom, how could you? Nah, man. She's trying to act like she's my mom because she sees how I would treat my mom and other people that I think of as my mom and adults, right? But that's how corrupt they are. They're so blind, they've, you know, they're older, they've been in the system longer, so they, they see what they see and that's it. They don't care. They're not cooperative. You have to be cooperative, children, adults, beings, other ancestors that are my age. We have to be cooperative with one another. Like we're gonna have shifts where we might react a particular way and then we'll have to reflect and be like, okay, well that didn't work, right? But the fact that if you even reflected on it and then adjusted to go back and try to teach yourself and teach them and try to still be cooperative and find, you know what I'm saying, like some sort of balance, then you're doing good. You're on the right track. But if you're just like not cooperative and you don't care about that person and you don't care how it affects them or the youth and, and the community, you're not on the right track because it's about coexisting and balancing, not just coexisting, but flourishing right and sustaining life and all things so i immediately go to meditate so i don't smoke a cigarette i immediately go to meditation so i don't be having bad habits or bad attitudes and it makes me gentle again and i notice i haven't been meditating enough see and i'm speaking about myself because i'm not as gentle anymore right and the more i work with the community and they're so angered and so toxic and corrupt and not practicing these ways when i encounter them more and stay around them more i become agitated and i don't become as gentle i become you know resonating more with my masculine side because i was one of the Adapa, I was one of the main, I was the first civilized male in, the citizen, in, in, in this world. So I started to resonate with those masculine genetics because I've been looking at some of these boys and these men out here like, that's how you would sustain your household? That's how you would sustain for your seeds? <laughs> Even one of the kids I was working with, he's looking for like one of the, you know, the original mothers, which is Titi or Tiamat, right? He's, that's who he's searching for. But in his mind, because the system teaches from the Bible of Adam and Eve, he's, he thinks he's looking for Eve. But I'd be trying to tell him it's either Tiamat or Titi. That's one of the original moms that you're looking for, really. And, uh, you know, he's out here like, you don't know, because you just... You just masculine energy. <laughs> just getting mad at me because <laughs> he don't want to hear it. He don't want to hear truths. He don't. Wanna, he doesn't want to hear anything that's gonna serve him, right? He just rather like go loiter place to place and just, you know, 
take scraps and food when they're given to him. He doesn't want to listen and coexist and be cooperative to see himself and to appreciate something when it's there to love him and nurture him and, and add to him, right? In all and every single different kind of way. And so I, I'm getting tired of just having to resonate with my masculine genetics because other boys or men out here don't want to grow up or don't want to see themselves. Masculinity isn't about being right and standing for what you believe in if it's false. If it's hindering, that's why you got to check yourself. Is what you're believing in sustaining a life for a family that you desire? That's going to uh, exhibit role modelship of true kingship and queenship. Are, are you going to, are you fit to really lead like a king and queen? Like there are some girls out here that are really resonate with their queenship and they're out here making something out of nothing every day, sacrificing, doing what it takes, purifying themselves while other guys or girls, are, you know, guys are out there sleeping with whoever they want to sleep with. Some sleeping with guys and girls, you know what I'm saying? Then they want to act like Oh, you know, I'm over here working on me. Man, you working on yourself and every other body you pass, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying nothing against that. It's just pick something. I mean, if that's what you want to do and you want to do polygamy, then say you're doing polygamy. Don't tell the person like, oh, yeah, man, I want you. You're my wifey. You're my everything. And the next thing you know, you get off the phone and you're talking to, you know, Jojo, Ho-Ho, Momo, Boo-Boo. You know? <laughs> You know, like people be working with incarceration, like men and women. Some of y'all be gay for the state. Then you get up, pick what you want, man. Pick what you want. Do you want real love or do you want any love? Pick it, be it, and live that. That's all I'm saying. Do you want unconditional love or do you want temporary love? If you want that temporary love, then keep doing what you're doing. You want that unconditional love that's sustaining that you deserve, then stick to one and pick it and sustain that so you can learn laws teach laws and then have some seeds that you can teach the laws to and carry on the laws of the land and the truths. You know what I'm saying? That's going to really sustain a true kingdom and, 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 and civilization. You know, like people just want to have kids and be like, oh, oh, I'm enslaved. Yeah, stop enslaving yourself. And then you're not even teaching the kids nothing. So then what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? It's the circle of life. They're supposed to, you're supposed to have sustaining seeds that are going to pass on and, and be doing something truly honorable and worthy and, and going to carry on the name and the legacy and take care of you when it's over with, not all these things where they're talking shit about you and then you're doing it's parents out there enabling your kids and you giving them and giving them and they're, they got this insatiable appetite for desires and materials and things and, and they're never satisfied. They're never satiated. They always want more, 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 more. And they still aren't sustaining your, your legacy. They're still not even taking care of themselves. They're still not, you know what I'm saying? Like kick, kick them, kick them to the wolves. This is Sparta. <laughs> have their asses out there to where they living off the lands and can really do something with themselves. It's not bad. Look at me. My mom threw me out there to the wolves and here I am. I make something out of nothing every day because my mom threw me to the wolves. Stop giving your kids everything and they looking at you like, oh, you a shitty parent. And they talking bad about you. Make, that door's locked. Making you look bad when you're sitting there trying to do your best with what you can, thinking you're right, but you're not because if it was, it would be working for them and it's not. Sometimes you got to do the hardest thing and let them go, 
right? Just like when you love somebody so much and you see their divinity in them before they see it in themselves because they've become so lost and asleep and, and lost in the darkness and the ruthlessness of, of their mission of supposed to be going through those conditionings, right? And the, the imprisonment and the incarcerations in order to awaken as these warriors, as these kings and queens that are supposed to be fulfilling their highest purpose and then and changing the system from within, they forget and they become attached to all these things. And now you guys have all these insatiable appetites for money, insatiable appetites for sex with anything, anybody. That's animalistic. You're using your bottom three chakras. Those are blocked. Your root, your sacral, your solar plexus. Those are your bottom three chakras that are probably blocked and hindered. And so you're thinking animalistically. So all you want is food, sleep, and sex. You got to unblock those chakras. You got to unblock them, man. That's what meditation is for. So you're not just walking around looking like, give me food, give me sleep, give me sex. <laughs> like, I need more than this. That's all you're going to talk about? Food, sleep, sex? I could just sit in my own bed. You know? <laughs> I'm not even going to say but the youth are bored. I'm bored. I get bored easily only because those are the only things some people want to talk about. They don't want to talk about their higher purpose, what they're doing in life, what they're doing for themselves. Not some, you know what I'm saying? You can be a, a sex appeal person by meditating and having yourself focused and then going out being so super disciplined. And that's very attractive. You know what I'm saying? When you're just somebody that, you know, anybody can have, that's not attractive to me. That's not attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like I know Inky used to go out and impregnate all the women. That's how he had to like create his slaves though. That's why people have okayed it. Cause that was an Inky's, Inky's bloodline, right? My father's bloodline. That was in his bloodline to go out and just sleep with anything and everything. But the truth about that is he only did that to, create slaves he needed men laborers to dig and mine for the gold that's the only reason that was but now me awakening to come full circle of the the trauma and the generational curses we don't just procreate just to enslave each other we're supposed to be teaching our seeds laws of the lands and truths and carrying those on so that we take care of ourselves and our seeds and our parents not just to be procreating laying around feeding eating and sleeping and just having babies not teaching them nothing like come on now anyway so i'm gonna go ahead and end it there light love casey show this to uh kinsley i don't know about those parts i don't know if you're okay with that <laughs> But these are the truths, man. They need to know. It's not about that. You got to purify. That's what I've been doing. That's why I can't, I'm not dating nobody right now. I was going to try to get in the dating field again. I dated this one guy and I just realized he wasn't going to quit smoking. He wasn't going to quit drinking. He wasn't going to quit doing weed. And those are necessary because every time I go around him, my liver, my diaphragm, my solar plexus chakra would be blocked, right? My throat chakra would, you hear how, how strong my throat chakra is now. I'd go around him. He'd be smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or other people that smoke a pack or two a day. And also my voice is like this. And, and choppy and, and, and raspy because I'm taking, I'm absorbing their blockages into my throat chakra, whatever. I'm an open canvas. Anybody who meditates and is a healer and has open chakras, anytime you go around anybody that has any block chakras, you're going to be able to know what block chakra they have so you can tell them so that they can heal it and you can heal it for them. But they got to continue those ways, right? Or it's going to, you're going to be having to continuously heal them and become sick yourself. So, you know. Show this to the kids, let them know, listen to chakra healing frequencies, meditate, 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 listen to meditating frequencies, and I'll get on here more and meditate with you guys. Love, light, blessings, till next time, ciao! Nam ya harenge ya om! Ancestor out. <laughs>